people have been orthodox enough years to feel the repeating, repeating rhythm of the liturgical cycle in all of its wonder and in all of its power to effect substantive changes within ourselves. Tonight is the first section of the Canon of St. Andrew of Crete. We come before it, as we always do, with the accumulated fats of careless living for so many months, for so long a time. And the deeper we go, the fatter we get. And like a person who once was in good shape and decides one day, as he simply cannot pin his pants together anymore, I have to do something. He starts monitoring how much he eats and he goes back to the gym and the result is terrible pain. Muscles that he forgot he had are now yelling at him. And he realizes, you know, what have I been doing? Why have I been doing this? Why have I been acting this way? So irresponsible. What is true of our bodily self, that self through whom, through which, rather, the evil one tempts us so seductively, is true, of course, of our inner life, of the spiritual man. And we wonder, with so great things offered unto us, and with such a dazzling thing beckoning to us, to eternal life, but not really the kind of prolongation of earthly existence, but an entirely new form of being. What wonders! And in that mood, of course, the devil would have a really hard time seducing us, because we are so wrapped with the wonder and the beauty of what is possible for anyone. It is possible to anyone. There is no one who does not come equipped to respond to God. This Sunday of forgiveness echoes throughout the week for us, and perhaps we have truly been moved to forgive and truly been moved to ask to be forgiven. Very difficult things, both of them, in different ways. To be in this mode of forgiving, forgiveness, is of course to recognize that at the heart of all forgiveness is love, and therefore there is God. Hence its unique importance in the annual pilgrimage of the Church back to the resurrection of the Savior, his Pascha, from death unto life. So many things in us can feel just dead. Dead relationships from the past. The deadness of sins of yesteryear. Their coldness, their ontological unattractiveness after the seducing moment has passed. How can I be 
tempted again back to the same old stuff, year in and year out. These things are in the subtext of this remarkable canon of St. Andrew of Crete, using as he does the Old and the New Testaments to give structure to this this canon of self-encounter in order to encounter Christ radically. He is relentless in his pursuit of the great prize, Christ. He says, we are justified in Christ. Our faith is in him. Our repentance is in Him. Everything is in Him. And the composer of this extended poetic canon is obviously a man of whom it could be said, as St. Paul said of himself, no longer I live, but Christ lives in me. All of these wondrous threads are woven into each of the segments the four segments of the canon that we will be saying, singing together until Thursday night. And what a perfect way to inaugurate Lent within ourselves. Lent not only as a renewal of self-discipline, especially in the matter of food, the ingestion of so many calories per day of this type or of that type, eliminating certain things, trying to keep a guard over ourselves so that we don't slip in that particular area, knowing all the time that the importance of the fast is not in keeping score and thinking that I've done well because I avoided certain temptations in the area of my diet, but rather that the hungers that are provoked within myself through that central organ of my existence, my stomach. Those hungers are to be redirected and attached, of course, to God. Hence, every stanza of the canonical poem that we say these nights ends with a remarkable hymn to the Holy Trinity to remind us again and again, like a repeating motif in a woven pattern or repeating motif in a poem or in a song. What is the real aim here? Lent is the time of stripping down, of tightening up, of renewing our consciousness of the tremendous axis between mind and body, between uh, an uncoordinated and a coordinated way of living, of responding to reality, responding to other people, those who care for us, and those who make it quite plain that they care not for us. It doesn't matter to us. We are involved in fomenting forgiveness and the love of forgiveness within our deepest heart. We are involved in altering the terms within which we characteristically respond to stimuli coming from the outside. 
We are trying to radically transfigure broken relationships into a relationships that are solid with love. All this is in this extended canon, and I'm quite sure that many of us who have the time not only come to the temple to hear the canon chanted and sung by the choirs, but take the canon with them back home. And if there is the opportunity, you say it yourself, silently, whispered, aloud, chanted, however. Much of the heart of Great Lent, this 40-day preparation for Holy Week and Pascha, is contained in the terms that are given to us in this wonderful gift from St. Andrew of Crete, apparently a son of Jerusalem, as the canon makes clear. By his intercessions may we truly worship and glorify Christ our Savior in our minds, our souls, our hearts, our bodies, and through all of our relationships. May it be said of us that we were people who knew how to forgive, no matter how offensive the betrayal may have been that we need to forgive and that we are people who have the humility to come before all mankind and say, forgive me, a simple phrase, but if we mean it, containing everything. Glory to God for all things. We have completed the first day. That is no mean achievement. <laughs>